Welcome to the Property Nomads podcast. Six rules to delegate tasks effectively. This is a bit of a self-lesson as well. Being a bit of a control freak, find it incredibly difficult sometimes to delegate tasks at all, let alone do them effectively. So the purpose of this episode is to sort of go through the learnings, uh, well, things that I've learned of how to delegate effectively and also hopefully that benefits yourself, your life and your business as well. Before you get onto that, you know, there are certain reasons why you might need to delegate and then also reasons why people fail to delegate as well. So why do you need to delegate? Well, if you delegate properly and you delegate effectively, you'll find that actually it can be quite time efficient for you. So rather than you running around doing everything, if you get other people to do those tasks for you, that frees up your time to focus on, as our mentor would say, more income generating tasks so your igts so for example you know i look around at my desk at the moment got you know some stuff here that needs to be sent to the post office got some stuff that needs scanning i can do that on my all on my own not an issue however i've got a great office team uh, simon's great office person you know it's very easy if it's explained properly to say hey simon these are some tasks i'd like you to do can you do x y and z Nine times out of 10, Simon's happy to do that because it gives him stuff to do, but also then frees up my time to do things like recording the podcast and interviews and bits and pieces like that. It also empowers your team. So depending on on what you're delegating. So another good example of that. And again, I'm going to keep referring back to Simon because he is our office person. Uh, One thing that Simon done really well was actually get the cover for the new book, Property FAQs. And Simon actually went out and about because he's got the experience of doing said things. He went out and about and got the uh, cover that you see on Property FAQs. So again, that empowerment, um, it gives, it enables your team to benefit from having new opportunities and new skills. And it also helps to build trust as well. Reasons why people fail to delegate. And again, this, these will probably resonate with yourself in one way or another. People find it mentally challenging. People might just think it's passing work off. And that's absolutely fine. Again, I've had this before. Uh, getting Simon to print out things or getting a you know, family member to do X, Y and Z. It almost feels like you're just passing off work. But that's not necessarily the case. So don't feel bad, basically, if you are delegating to, again, your team or family member. People might think, that it shows a sign of weakness. So, you know, oh, look at me, I can do everything. I've got the ability to do everything 24 hours a day. I'm like the Duracell bunny, watch me go. Not always the case, because that's when you end up becoming busy. And if you become busy, I think there's a phrase somewhere. (laughs) I think there's a phrase somewhere about that. I don't know, but you don't want to become sort of uh, too busy doing nothing, uh, a jack of all trades and master of none, so to speak. The most difficult one of this, people think they can do it better. So, uh, let's just say you are writing something, writing a social media post, and you, you send it off to your team, and you know they don't necessarily do a great job of it, and you think you can do better because you're the best at everything in the world, of course. Then you start taking every single task on because you think you can do it better. You have to allow other people to make mistakes. You have to allow other people to utilize their time to do those tasks because that, again, frees up your time to do the things that you need to do in order to help your business get to where you want it to be. You might just be a control freak and you don't want to let go. That That is tough. 
uh, very, very tough. I, I struggle with that daily, to be honest with you. Um, I like knowing what's going on at all times. I like, you know, what's going on here? How's that working? What's going on there? In my nature, that is you know, probably the most complicated one of the lot. It's a bit of a control freak. I don't really want to let it go, but I have to step by step let go because by building a better team around you, you're probably going to get to where you need to be a lot quicker uh, than if you keep doing everything yourself. And of course, the law of diminishing returns. Now, you might sort of boast about working 18, 19 hours a day, but there is at some point you'll get to that bell curve and it will all tailor off after a while. Uh, it's good to get X amount of really good hours in. So for myself, I get up in the morning, I'll do what I need to do. Normally the first five or six hours of the day are the best time for me to do the really cognitive things that I need to do. Anything after that, I find that things take me a bit more time. So if I have to do a social media post or you know record podcasts later on in the day, I can find that quite challenging personally. Why do you need, or sorry, what do you need to delegate? And we will get into the six things in a second, but it's important to have that background first. What do you need to delegate? Well, you can delegate anything you want, really. Um, but minor tasks, I mentioned earlier on about some scanning and filing and all of these sorts of things. That's something that you know Simon takes care of brilliantly. As podcast recordings in terms of some of the video content, video editing, you know, Simon's had films come out of you know, various festivals as well. So again, he's got that skill set. So if something needs editing, rather than me trying to figure out the equipment or anything like that, I can pass it over to Simon. You know, it's his skill set. Happy days. But anything like tedious, uh, scheduling, time-consuming work that you don't enjoy doing, again, you could train someone else up on that and get that delegated over to them. If something is teachable, then teach it. You know, if you can teach something to someone and show them how to do it, it's worth doing it. Okay, you might put a bit of time into doing that, but then once that person knows what they need to do, then that task is theirs. Very, very beneficial to yourself. And if you're bad at something, delegate it. So myself, uh, you know, most things technical, I am not that good at um, yeah, many things that I'm not overly great at. But again, I don't beat myself up about it. You delegate them out. Voila, surround yourself with a fantastic team. That's the key thing to do. So with all that background being said, now let's go on to six rules to delegate tasks effectively. But number one, put the right person to the right job. So in effect, you want round pegs and round holes. There is no point putting a square peg into a round hole. And again, I'll just go back to that example with Simon and video editing. That is his background. That is what he is very, very good at. So if we need some stuff editing, boom, we've got the right man in the right place that can definitely do the job 100%. Communication, number two, communication. So explain why this is being delegated and provide accurate instructions of what needs doing and why. So, and again, just leaning on the example of video editing. If we're recording this for the podcast, we're recording this for YouTube as well, the sort of longer format, you might have seen Simon there in the background with his uh, phone on a, a little stand as well. So Simon's creating a bunch of extra content based on what's going on now. So he knows that his remit is to chop up the video, put a little bit on Instagram, a little bit on TikTok, uh, have a bit of behind the scenes info, maybe put that on a future Patreon account that we're working on as well. So we've communicated why it's being done. Everyone's got that level of understanding. Happy days. Uh, number three, uh, provide the necessary resources and training 
so the task and job can be delegated effectively. Well, if you haven't got the resources to do the job properly, then you're in a bit of a pickle, to say the least. So if you want some accounting work to be done, for example, maybe you have to get some accounting software. Maybe your accountant, if you're going to go down that route, already has that software. But you need to be able to provide your team with the right resources in order for them to do the job possible. Maybe it's training. Maybe you're looking at setting up a lettings agent. Maybe you want to do it, do it all yourself. Maybe you want to take someone on and send them through, you know, lettings agents courses you know, for the um, NRLA or, or places like that. You have to provide the people with the right tools and equipment to do the job properly. Delegate the responsibility and authority. This is number four. Delegate the responsibility and authority. So the point of this is that if you do it properly, this should stop the back and forth between people and empower others. So what I mean by that is if you are saying, uh, let's just say we record a property course, which again is something that we're looking to do, do some online learning, some e-training. So we're looking to delegate, uh, sorry, we're looking to uh, produce a property course, you know, getting started in property, which is fantastic. Now, I know that my responsibility is to work on producing that content in terms of what I'm doing now. And we would know that, again, Simon, with his fantastic video editing skills, his aim on that would be, you know, the annotations, you know, if any subtitles need doing, anything like that, he would know what his responsibilities are. Aaron would be chipping in where Aaron needs to chip in. So the fact that we've got all of that, if you've got that clear path, then any time you hit a hurdle, that will stop the back and forth, back and forth, back and forth, which of course consumes time. And it's time, the very thing that we need to open up, the thing that we need to free ourselves from. Hopefully that makes sense. Uh, number five, check the results and provide constructive feedback. So for the property FAQs book, you know, that task was delegated to Simon, who's got the skills. He's gone out or he went out, took a bunch of photos. There was a couple of absolutely fantastic ones that we looked at. We've all sat down, we've looked at them, we've checked the results. Basically, the feedback on that was well done because, you know, to us, it looked great. It's really suited the, the cover of the book. Voila. If something's not done quite right, again, you've got to take the time. You've got to sit down and say, yeah, this went well. However, this could have been better. Um, but overall, well done. That's what I think people call the shit sandwich. Give the good news. Give a good whack of bad news if there is any. Uh, the constructive criticism as such. And then at the end, give that good positive uh, reinforcement. Uh, number six, say thank you. It's quite a straightforward thing to do. Someone does a job for you, thank them. It could be, even if it's a simple task or most or a more complex task, it doesn't really matter. But it is important, it is imperative to say a thank you. Why? Because sometimes those two words, some of the simplest in the English language, uh, can make a fundamental difference as well. You don't want to be sort of barking out orders left, right and centre. People do the tasks that you delegated and then they're getting no thanks to them. You know, I've had numerous stories of people that, you know, enjoy doing what they do, but they just don't get that positive feedback or even a thank you for the work that they've done. And people can find that demoralising. I think we all find that demoralizing you know if we were doing a bunch of stuff and you didn't get a thank you once in a while there are six rules to delegate tasks effectively just to very quickly recap so you need to delegate because it's time efficient for you and it helps to empower your team 
People fail to delegate because they might find it mentally challenging. They're a bit of a control freak. They think they could do everything better. Stop me if this all sounds familiar and it's um, something you're aware of. People might think it's a sign of weakness as well. Sort of things that you need to delegate, uh, minor tasks, things that you don't enjoy doing, uh, anything you find generically tedious and boring. So the six rules to delegate tasks effectively. Number one, pick the right person for the right job, i.e. get the round pegs and put them in round holes. Number two, communication. Explain why something's being delegated. Provide accurate instructions of what needs doing and why. That will help. Number three, provide the necessary resources and training so the task and job can be done effectively. Number four, uh, delegate the responsibility and the authority. You know, Put your life in that person's hands, so to speak. You'll find that by doing that in a clear and concise manner will stop a lot of back and forth conversations. And number five, check the results and provide constructive feedback. Normally you can do that from that proverbial shit sandwich. Give some good news, give some negative uh, bits and bobs, give some good news at the end. Happy days. And number six, you know, say thank you. Crucial, crucial, crucial that you do the sixth bit. Do say thank you. It's just very important. All I would say on all of that, and again, a mental note to myself as well, start small and build up. So again, if you need someone to take five, 10 minutes out of the day and knit down to the post office to sort some mail out for you, great. You know, if you're focusing on trying to do multi-million pound property development deals, with all due respect, you don't need to take 20 minutes out of your day to knit to a post office and back. Probably not the most conducive use of your time unless you're combining it with exercise. Start small and build up as with many things in life. Hopefully you find that useful. As mentioned in the episode, you know, we're working on a bunch of great things in the background. Uh, working on a an online property course, uh, getting started in property. Watch out for our social medias, watch out for that space as well. Also working on some Patreon bits and bobs as well, where we're going to provide exclusive content, uh, behind the scenes content to our patrons, future patrons as well. So again, you know, watch out for the podcast and all the socials as well. If you don't already subscribe to the podcast, please do. We do like five-star reviews. Uh, constructive feedback is nice. Feedback is breakfast for champions, as they say. And please do follow us on the various social media channels that we have. All of them are in the show notes. Um, until next time, hasta luego.